Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. It's still not too late to fire Mike McCarthy. Welcome to a divisional round edition of Sorry We Love Football, the only show that actively hates the sport that it covers. I'm your host and Eagles fan, Daniel Hardigan. Hey, our season lasted just as long as the Cowboys did, so that made me pretty happy. You know, that was like top five moments of my life, that Cowboys loss. Uh, Hey, with us as always, Vegas resident and Chiefs fan, Danny Solomon. Danny, your team ended Ben Roethlisberger's career last Sunday night. How'd it feel? It feels great. Watching him walk off. Got Marino'd, got the pretty much the full Marino. Uh, he's gonna walk into the sunset, unfortunately, instead of into a, a pit of hellfire where he belongs. But I guess <laughs> we'll have time to dredge up these old accusations again when he gets his first TV job. Sure, sure, sure. Uh, hey, we got Washington football team prisoner Jamel Johnson. Jamel, were you able to squeeze out any joy out of a super wild card weekend? Oh, yeah, I had a ball. Had a ball watching the uh, previews for new TV shows. Be sure to watch all of the FBI streaming now on Paramount+. Plus. Mm, nice plug. Hey, joining the show today, we have uh, one of the co-hosts and producers of the What Did I Miss podcast with Michelle Beadle. Hey, and sports media mogul, Paige Keffer. What's up, Paige? Wow, mogul? Mogul. Yeah, yeah it's mogul. Iconic. Okay, great. <laughs> we were talking pre-show. Who's your team? We don't know who your football team is. Yes. Okay. So like Jamel, I grew up in the D.C. area, but unlike Jamel, I'm not being held prisoner (laughs) by that team. (laughs) Uh, And my family, uh, my parents are from West Virginia. This does have a point. Um, And so they did not have a pro football team growing up. So they were not big NFL people. So Mm -hmm. therefore, I sort of was like on the periphery of the fandom uh, growing up in the area. But now because of my work in the last 15 years, I really just care about the players and about the NFL in general. I'm not like Rob Lowe with the NFL <laughs> hat, but I just, I yeah, I root, I root for players I like and that I've worked with and I like sports and I like competition. That's, that's such fair. a cop-out answer, but. Fine. No, that's okay. Uh, okay, then who, uh, who's left over of the eight teams do you find yourself rooting for? Oh, the Bills. Wow. The Bills. Hmm. Quick, the Bills. quick trick. Yeah, yeah, I um oh no, the came to the right place. Yeah, I love the Bills. I love Josh Allen. I love how insane their fan base is. Uh, I love them. It would um, seem like Josh Allen is kind of the new hot thing. He's the new the new star in the block. He's the Timothy Chalamet, you know, of the NFL. And you you tend to ignore all the all the the old hot guard, the the Brad Pitts, the Tom Cruises. Now we've got this new guy. Personally, I don't like it. I don't like that. You know, every year there's some guy who wins a couple games that are pretty, somewhat big, 
not necessarily big playoff games, and then vaults himself into the conversation of, uh, uh, you know, new stud. I thought it was going to be Joe Burrow, but we've somehow gone back to Josh Allen. Anyway, Patrick Mahomes forever. I would... I would argue that was a big game for the Bills because they had to slay the Patriots demon. Sure, it's a wild card game. You're playing against Mac tonight, but yeah, sure. If you want to call that their Super Bowl, <laughs> I'm all for that. Glad Did you, you guys say won Patrick your Super Mahomes Bowl. Mahomes forever though. Patrick Mahomes was Josh Allen two years ago. It's the same story. Three years ago, whatever. He was Josh Matt, Allen. But... He's been in the league four years. <laughs> He's officially old guard. <clears throat> okay, um, let's start the show officially the way that we always do by talking about what we hated about watching football this week. Uh, Danny, do you want to start things off? Yeah. I mean, I guess this is a little complicated, but uh, Dan sort of alluded to it. I spent the weekend in Vegas. I had to, I I quarantined for two weeks before I even went. I don't do anything else. I just, I I barely (laughs) leave my house except to go to the grocery store. We had been planning this for a while and it's just, I don't, I know that, that Omicron is bad right now, but I had to do it. So that is my preface to all of the, I'm assuming pro-vax listeners of this show, but hey, who knows? Maybe you're fully shaking your fist saying, fuck you for even mentioning it. Of course you get to go to Vegas. There's a couple people slid through the cracks. Yeah, yeah. So I went and uh, I think what I hated this week was the fact that Uncle Joe Biden once again drops the ball and waits until after Wild Card Weekend to give us free testing. I could have had free testing all weekend, and I wouldn't be living in fear right now of all of the, I'd say at least 75% of Vegas that were not masked, coughing. There was a guy who was snorting a bottle of Jack Daniels and then coughing every time he drank and expectorating from his nose. I We were so close to all of the types of people who you never want to be around if you're worried about the disease and what would have really helped my psyche the entire time and helped me enjoy Vegas more is if I had had a COVID test to go home to every single night. Now I have to check my forehead every time I get a fucking work headache. And I'm just a little concerned that, you know, the Dems are just shitty at these things. We just don't know how to give people what they want. And I'm mad about that. And if you want a, a more tight, succinct, classic SWLF answer, I'm mad at the Eagles, too, for losing me the only $200 that I lost all weekend and forcing me to break even. God damn you guys. God damn you, Eagles. Fuck you for making me believe you could <clears throat> beat an eight and a half point spread. Yeah. That's I, on you. So- I did influence him probably the wrong way, for sure. <laughs> I will never listen to Dan Hart again about the no. Eagles. I listen. Again. I learned. I learned a long time ago. You can't listen to Dan. He'll just. Start, he'll. He just says shit. Yeah, it's hard to even say anything now because I'm just saying stuff. Uh, but I, you know, I talked myself into it. I wanted to end Tom Brady's career the way you ended Ben's. I thought he might retire if we humiliated him enough, and uh, it didn't happen. So, well, what annoys uh, me too is that you're not even upset. Like I'm more upset than you about the Eagles having lost. You're you've somehow found a way to justify it and rationalize it that it's all okay, that it's better than what you expected. Like, no, you fucking lost a game to Tom Brady. You should feel horrible. Uh, I did for like 30 minutes, and then the Cowboys Niners game started, and my rooting interest shifted. Um, 
Yeah, wild card weekend, Danny. You threw, uh, you went wild. You went to Vegas. Hopefully, you're safe. Uh, Paige, what'd you hate about watching football this week? I hated how there were no close games. To me, it just felt like the 18th game of the season. Yeah, like yep. I was just like, okay, I guess we're doing this again. And look, I know this is going in the exact opposite direction, and eventually there'll be uh, 28 teams in the playoffs, and they'll just <laughs> the Super Bowl is played mid March, but. I wish it was less. I wish we had ended the season and then had just a break, like forget wildcard weekend. And then, (laughs) and then we start the playoffs. Like teams who actually deserve to be there should be there. No offense to the Eagles. It's okay. But that's what I hated. But I think what I really hated, and it seems like it's sort of in the theme of the show is like more of a self-loathing of the absolute chokehold that this league has on me. Like the fact that I was like, these are all going to be kind of bad games. And they were, but I still was like, got to get there to watch them. Mm-hmm. Hey, team, where do we want to watch together? Like, that fucking sucks <laughs> for me, personally. Yeah. <laughs> no, it absolutely yeah. does. I mean, that, yeah. that one week where there was a game on, like, Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Was there a Wednesday game? Like, that was <laughs> the worst week of my life. Because I was like, I can't. Sorry, friends and family. How you're on you or you're not. That Wednesday game was just Louisville, but... When you first turn on the TV, you always think Louisville is a pro game. It's like, when's they doing it again? Well, last year we did have team Steelers, I think, made it to a Wednesday. Um, Yeah, Paige, it's a a tricky dance because it's embarrassing to tell somebody the reason you can't go meet them or whatever is because you have to watch uh, Bengals Raiders. Right, exactly right. And look, I have a little bit of an out to be like, oh, gotta watch for work. But like, come on. The reality is that I can just like read the recap, but <laughs> I just can't do that. And actually, in some ways, like you would think it would be better because there are just simply fewer games over the weekend, right? So like a normal season, there's like all the one o'clock starts, all the four o'clock, 4.30, whatever. I'm on the East Coast. Um, I think it's worse when there's less games because I'm more invested in being like, well, it's the only one o'clock game. I can't like I gotta get somewhere to watch this. So Yeah, that's the thing is during the season you can't really justify saying like, well look, I'm not watching one particular game. I just need the I just need from ten AM to one PM to be completely blocked off for the several things that might become interesting. I well okay, are you guys all you can't make plans? Yeah, you're on the West Coast, right? Yeah, yeah, that might have sounded yeah. weird because we are West Coast, so all of our times are conveniently early. I don't think it's convenient. I like getting my shit done prior to the 1 p.m. Like, it's sort of like a, a self-imposed deadline of having all my errands done. It's nice. It's less nice when it's like That's 1 a.m. and we're in like triple overtime, but. I think it's better to just not do the errands and wake mm-hmm. up at 10 and be like, oh, yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Wow, we can't all live well, like. How you do you fill the three hours? You just pace nervously <laughs> until the game starts. You get a workout in, you know. Okay. We're, this group it. is working out. That's the answer. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. Nope. Okay. All right, Danny. <laughs> we don't. I got a Pilates video. <laughs> uh, Jamel, what'd you hate about watching football this week? Um. Well, I. I hated that I had to watch the Eagles, but more than that, I hated that the Chiefs have to play like shit in order to be the best. Like, 
They've played so many games at this point. We're talking three straight years of being title contenders. They're just so over it that they have to create a disaster in order to blow a team out. It's really stupid to watch. I was on my couch for 30 minutes really thinking that you guys were going to lose to Ben Roethlisberger, Mm. which would have effectively ruined my life. There were so many people I couldn't look at in the face if you guys lost that game. And you wasted. I I, I DVR'd the equalizer. Wow, that's so big. So I could watch this stupid game. Rick Ross was the guest star. I had to mm. wait a day to watch Rick Ross just so you guys could look dumb as hell for a whole half. I didn't but appreciate it. you were to watch it. Tech 9 at halftime. Yeah, that's true. Wow. That's why y'all want, yo, just have Tech 9 do the national anthem. Why wait until halftime? The city needed it, obviously. The world. You know what was so funny, too, musically about that game? I, 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 I totally agree with you. And I had a bet on the uh, first half over on the spread, seven and a half. And uh, it got real tight. I, that definitely didn't look like it was going to happen. So I was very mad at the Chiefs. But it was funny musically that we had Tech 9 play the halftime show, but you know who opened with possibly the national anthem, but definitely the rendition of the one song he has, Lee Greenwood. So, wow. whoa. You know, proud to be an American, followed by Tech 9. It just feels funny that they may have had to share a green room or at least like a dressing room area. <laughs> Man, so many vapes getting passed around that stadium. <laughs> Hell I didn't yeah. know Lee Greenwood was still getting trotted out for events like this. Oh, he I can still get the Kansas it's City only events like this. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's sports. Yeah. It's pregame sports. But that is, you know, the NFL in a nutshell. It's the only place where Tech Nine and Lee Greenwood would make sense together. You know, that's that's this league. That's why it's still Jamel, are you the center of that Venn diagram? Just right mm. now. Yeah. If, especially when you include the vape, yeah, yeah, yeah Jamel's right in the center of, of the uh, yeah. of the two the muscle guys high fiving meme. Yeah, loves Tech <laughs> Nine, but doesn't like piercings. Mm. So I'm on that. I'm. It's like a weird like how. And so proud to be with... an American. And I'm proud, and I'll sure I'll surely stand up. <laughs> I, uh, wow. I guess Lee Greenwood's probably against piercings as well. That's what I'm saying. I know. Yeah. You, you might be, have more in common with Lee than tech. I don't have a gun, but hey, whatever. You could. <laughs> Do your thing. If you, hey, what, I, I play a lot of Resident Evil. I, I get gun. <laughs> yeah. You at least could handle yourself in if the event of a zombie invasion. Yeah. <laughs> um, Quickly, what I hated about football this week uh, also was the seven seed, Paige. Uh, you're right on with that. Uh, we don't need these teams in the playoffs, including my own. It was an embarrassment. Uh, <laughs> I don't need to just give Tom Brady free uh, running up his stats of playoff wins. Like He doesn't need more. Um, also, Danny, I'd like to apologize to you. You had a nice rant about the referees a few weeks back, and you know, I pretty much dismissed it on the show. I sneered in your face, but it really matters. And uh, it's infuriating when it happens to you. And uh, yeah, so I'm sorry about that. But what I'm going to go with uh, is the fact that we only have one black head coach left in the NFL because David Coley and Brian Flores got fired. And so it's just Mike Tomlin left. 
And I don't need to go on about how disproportionate the numbers are, like how there's different expectations with these guys, like, because Flores and then guys like Tony Dungy and Jim Caldwell all fired after winning seasons. It's not like these guys were losing coaches. These are guys going nine and seven, nine and eight, getting fired. Um, But what I want to get to is that there are eight openings in the league right now, and there's a ton of good candidates. So it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because we got my defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, the hot shit right now. This dude's being flown <laughs> all over the country. I've never heard this everywhere. <laughs> I know. He's the, he was the Rams, like, uh, defensive an- st- uh, stats analyst or some shit. Because, you know, because uh, Sean McVay breathed on him. Now he's a head coaching candidate. Uh, and so, yeah, I hated that about football. It's insane. And it seems like it's never going to end. Uh, yeah, uh, I know you guys have been white your whole lives, but this is it. Uh, in order to keep a good job and be black, you have to invent some new way to do the job. You cannot (laughs) just have the job. You have to do it more efficiently and better than humanly possible. Uh, I had to get rid of my dolphins hat, which really hurt. I love that hat. It was my dolphin salute to service beanie. And now it is gone. Well, what I wanted to get to, too, is, Jamel, as you've often stated on this show, once the football team is eliminated, the Johnson household, uh, the, the team that you guys gravitate towards is who has a black head coach or who has a black quarterback. We're only looking at one candidate left the, in this Yeah, the playoff. blackest it's, team available. It's Danny's team. Danny has Patrick yep. Mahomes. That's that. Yeah, we're going to count it. You got to count that. And we got a black offensive coordinator who has been dominant for years that nobody wants to hire for some damn reason. Yeah. We love a overqualified man. <laughs> I mean, you said like, you were so right about, you really need to do far more. You need to invent a new way to play football. I feel like David Cully basically did that by getting the Texans to four wins. That the alone, Texans? four Bro, wins yeah. on this Texans team is what a new is way to line? play. Wasn't that the line on them this year was four? I think it was. And they Damn, beat the Titans in Tennessee. They have some like quality wins, too. It's not like they only beat the Jags. Um, but also their team was decimated. Four is generous. Yeah. Yeah. They had no one. I don't know how they, they pulled anything out of their ass. They got the Davis defense Mills. together. Just a bunch of guys off the street, like the replacements. They were the Washington Sentinels, basically. And they won four games. And they... <clears throat> Definitely deserved more than what they they got in the offseason. It's just another offseason in, ten, in uh, Houston where, you know, they they just got rid of everybody and decided to go in another, another direction. Just bring Bill O'Brien think, back. Who the fuck cares? I think the other problem, Jamel, you touched on the, like, you have to do crazy shit, but you also don't get another chance. You get mm-hmm. one. Like, how many yeah. coaches have we seen, like, come in, go to college, come back as this, then their head coach again at this other place. And it's like, ugh, no, thank you. Because it's that's just, oh, my white friend could have went nine and seven. <laughs> you mean to tell me y'all didn't have a perfect season? My, I got a white friend who could have went eight and eight. Exactly. Meanwhile, right. Jack Del Rio has been working steadily for 50 years. <laughs> Leather jacket wearing motherfucker. Yeah, dude. Maybe uh, Eric the Enemy needs to just wear something crazy. That might. It, yeah, they will tip the scales. If he started wearing more leather, 
<laughs> dress like uh, Eddie Murphy and Raw. Yeah, that would work. Um, okay, uh, let's move on. So, what we want to talk, we usually play a game right now, and we want to. So, I don't know if you guys saw this Ryan Fitzpatrick. Being at the Bills game this past weekend, shirtless, acting like a maniac, despite the fact that he is currently employed by the Washington football team. Uh, Jamel, I don't know how that rubs you. If this is I expected. love it. I, it's finally the final nail in the coffin. Um, so, yeah, uh, Fitzpatrick has played for five of these uh, teams that are left in the playoffs. Uh, so it's very possible he's going to just pop up at one of these games this weekend. Uh, so we wanted to see uh, which game needs the Fitz injection. Uh, which game do you want Fitz to attend or should he attend? Why? I don't know. Danny, just get us going. Sure, I will. <laughs> uh, look, I, I, I'll i just get right into it. I want to see Fitz at the Niners-Packers game. And Whoa. I realize he has not played for either of these two teams. So the only game. it's not about that. It's... The fact that the Niners, they just said recently that Jimmy G has another injury. He now Mm -hmm. has a bruised shoulder that's in addition to the hand. So that might be a a game-time decision. Otherwise, you got to start Trey Lance. On the other side, Aaron Rodgers, I think he drinks a tall glass of COVID every morning just to prove that it's fake. (laughs) Either way, he is constantly susceptible to being pulled from the game at the last minute. What am I saying here? I'm saying that if one of these teams loses their QB at the last minute, it is not unreasonable that they have to make a desperate pregame scramble to find a replacement because the backups aren't going to be good enough. And guess who's in the fucking building? Ryan Fitzmagic. Just to, he could play in one of the in this game on for one of these teams. Either one, I don't care. Imagine him coming down from the bleachers, pro wrestling style, and carrying one of these teams on his back shirtless the whole time he won't he refuses to wear the the uniform the jersey of the team shirtless nips frosting over like snow caps in the lambo air oh taking this team to the nfc championship game he should at least be in the building yeah or at least a leap he should catch like tanya or like somebody like you know what i mean him shirtless (laughs) grabbing a receiver and then he whispers to him it's going to be me and you next year, baby boy. Start poaching. Yeah, those are two good teams to poach from to build your new. Yeah. I don't even think he's going to play for Washington, right? Is he even under contract for you guys? Oh, no, there's no way. He's. We're, we're going to ask him to open a Papa John's or something. He's going to have a 10th team. Somebody's going to hire him. I do like the image of him just uh, in the end zone waiting for somebody to score and do the Lambo leap so he can whisper <laughs> sweet nothings. Or implore them to hire him next season. I <laughs> is I, it I actually, if if they if they, uh, I'm sure, but <laughs> rules are made to be broken. But I, I I like the idea that he's not just in the building, but like he's in like the top of the stands, and like like we look up to him, and then he just descends, like or or he yes. bungee jumps like the Jacksonville um mascot did Ooh, all season. Yeah, Jacksonville. I mean, really some. Potential for an iconic moment, just like an or angel. Like, like Lady Gaga jumped during the Super Bowl performance. Oh, yeah. Come down from that... the top of the stadium. Wow. <laughs> or come in so... Katy Perry style, riding a giant elephant. Or was that Lady Gaga? Somebody rode an elephant. I, an elephant? 
Or a lion. Maybe it was a lion. That. It was, I don't remember sense. Left Shark from Katy Perry. Oh, right. I'm looking it up. Okay. I think it was a lion because it was a roar tie-in, unless I'm getting my Katy Perry shit wrong. I don't no, know. No, that's man. right. Yep. Giant golden lion. Wow. So, yes. I mean, one could argue that Fitz is lion-like. It all works. He, mm-hmm. he is. He really is. With it's that beard, that hairy chest. He went to Harvard, like most lions. <laughs> That's a little known fact. <laughs> he might be the Lions' starting quarterback next he season. Probably, yeah. Know. Come on, um, Paige. Which uh, which game do you think needs a Fitz injection? Okay, I think for me, the Titans are an obvious choice. This is what I think like should happen, and then I have a what I want to happen. Okay. So I think to me, the Titans are an obvious choice. Um, I think technically they're the one seed, so technically they're favored. But Joe Burrow came into the game wearing Cartier glasses last week. Sunglasses, glasses, who knows what they were. Um, They're a very trendy upset pick. I think everyone's going to be choosing them. They have so much going for them. Jamar Chase, Burrow, whatever. But I feel like Derek Henry's coming back. He hasn't played in, I think, like seven or eight games, so what does that really mean? And the Titans just like need a little bit of actual juice. I like the idea of him also coming in to replace another journeyman type quarterback, but Mm -hmm. put that aside. So that's where I think he could actually be needed in the stands to get the people going where I want him to be is the chiefs bills game for no other reason that I want him to be not to make a second Rob Lowe reference, but like not the NFL hat, but I just want him to his hat to have just like a football, but he's shirtless in the stands the entire time. Or he, for both teams is one of those guys who like carries the flag around the end zone after they score. Like he's basically a cheerleader. I want him to be there as as a mascot for the sport. That's what I want at the highest profile game. I want him to be a mascot for the sport. So initially before uh, it was deemed to be kind of part of the sort of racist angle of the chiefs that we're trying to get away from, uh, the flag bearer would ride around on war paint the Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, of course, of course. Around the That's stadium, right. I say for Fitz's sake, we bring that back, and he just Hell gallops yeah. in on a white stallion and carries the, the flag <laughs> around the stadium for Hell at least yeah. one go round. The man what knows if... how to ride a horse. I'm certain of that. <laughs> Definitely bareback, does. bareback, certainly. <laughs> Big I don't think he needs anything. <laughs> I think he can do it all. That I, could be. I'd like. That could they be should... the cover of a romance novel aimed towards Kansas City women. <laughs> aimed toward me. What are you talking about? Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Come on. The Harvard-educated wild man. Oof. Amazing. I'm sweating. Okay. Uh, what if they stuck him in Jordan Love's mom's seats? It's just the worst oh. seat on earth. Oh, man. <laughs> in Kansas City uh, or at Arrowhead. Um, yeah. Man, these are, it's tough because I think I was with Paige on the Bengals Titans game. Um, just, but I want to see him dressed as like Two Face, where he's split completely down the middle as half Titan, half Bengal maniac because he, uh, you know, he played for both teams. I guess you could do the same thing at Rams Bucks. He also played for both of those teams. Also, two better teams, if we're being honest, that two, he was on. Yeah, could he, could he? I've looked at the game times, but I assume they're not overlapping. Uh, they're not. Could he pull a Travis Kelsey's mom and go to multiple? Should I he love do that? This. Is this just a tour of all the playoff <laughs> games for Ryan Fitzpatrick? This is so fun. I think he can pull it off because you know you have your Saturday game, your morning games, Tennessee, or I guess it's afternoon, but then the night game is 
at Green Bay, he can make it by by sure. the second half for 100%. sure. And then you have you. then you have Sunday in Tampa, and then he has to make it to Kansas City, which I think is exactly what Travis Kelsey's mom did last week. I've also flown that. I've my dad lives in Florida, so I've done I've done it's a three and a half hour flight commercial. Not bad. Yeah, you want to see some some Tech Ryan Nine fans? That's the not... flight for you. <laughs> He's not flying it's commercial. Kansas City though, to Tampa. For this. Yeah, you're right. No Man's chance. Man's flying private. He's flying himself. <laughs> he has his own little. He can do it all. We we. Um, I mean, he has nine teams worth of co- quarterback contracts. I'm sure he can afford a, a fucking Learjet by now. The whole Jamel, thing is sponsored by Wheels Up. <laughs> I mean, well, you guys said all the games. Uh, the best game for him to be painted half and half is Bengals Titans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best game for him to watch is Niners Packers. Uh, the best game for him to do the coin toss is Rams Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> the coin toss. Wow. Why he should do they, the coin toss. Why don't they Start show us still. the coin toss anymore? It's just not a part of the broadcast. Well, whatsoever. because the refs get really nervous when they yeah. know the cameras are on. <laughs> they do. And they'll it's, just say the wrong thing. The refs are getting on the job training. It's just, yeah, you know. What is it this year? It's three minutes past the start of the game and you're just like, okay, what's going on? And then we just come back and one team's kicking off and you're like, Oh, game starting. Okay. Like it happens every time I get, I don't know why I'm not used to it yet, but I'm always looking for a coin toss and I never see it. Um, well, we don't see the anthem happens. anymore either. You know, I think yeah. they're just getting rid of the whole first part of the game. I think eventually we're just going to only watch <laughs> the fourth quarter of games. That's the only part that's going to be broadcast. They're going to slowly um, erode into the broadcast. I can't wait. Danny, Danny, then we lose out. They lose out on that sweet, sweet broadcast revenue. How yeah, will and that is can't survive. You're right. Well, because they'll they'll just add nine more games, and then that'll <laughs> make up for the amount of ad space. But you know, it would be great for me because you're right, Jamal. I mean, I don't want to watch the first quarter of any Chiefs game because that's the part where we don't look good. So, so I actually you guys make a conscious choice to play like ass for a whole 15 minutes. Um, Paige, before we let you go, do you have yes. a Super Bowl pick? Do you want to make any predictions, even just for this weekend, for the rest of the season? Um, you know, do you want to put your stamp on this thing? Uh, I'm going to go Bills. That's how strongly I feel about Josh Allen, truly. Wow. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Okay, actually, I have one last thing for you. Uh, any parting Aaron Rodgers words? Because when we met, you were, you were a champion of Aaron Rodgers, as many people are, because he's a fantastic athlete and, you know, a really bright guy, even though he's gone dark for yeah, some reason. He's lost Jeopardy. <laughs> uh, what are you, what, what's going on? Where are you at with Aaron Rodgers? Okay, so for some background, uh, Jamal knows this, Danny. I went to Cal, and therefore, you know, we haven't had a good college football team in a decade. But when I when I was there, uh, I missed Aaron, but I was there in like the Marshawn Lynch era, and like we were good, we were competitive. Um, so, like all Cal fans, I'm just really holding on to the past. So Aaron is a big source of that pride, right? Like he went to Cal, super psyched, whatever. And then this year happened, and. 
um, for years, I would be a little bit like salty when they would do the Monday Night Football thing where the guy, you know, the whole like Jordan Peele sketch or whatever. And he'd say, Aaron Rodgers, Butte Community College. And now they can have him. They can have him. I'm all set. <laughs> Butte Community College's own. I wish you the best. Go Buttes, whatever. Yeah, it's such a it's such a bummer. Like you, uh, it's just such a bummer. I don't even have anything else to say about it. But That's also, okay. not uh, Shailene Woodley. I don't know. There's like something there. It just makes me sad. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you? You're, so you're saying you're kind of insinuating that Shailene Woodley might have set him on this path that he wasn't this guy before. I think he was already on the path, and I think Shailene just like. Just took down. Him, she's she's like, like, straight yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was already well on on his way there. I will say to defend myself and my school and friends and and uh, <laughs> uh, classmates, um, the fact that everyone is like, "Oh, that's so Berkeley that he feel like is lying and, and said what did, what did he say? Like he's immunized or something? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I that is wrong. No, we do not feel that way. We do not claim him. I can't stress this enough. Like absolutely not. Well, it's Enraging. interesting that you mentioned the the community college thing because he doesn't claim his family or I guess his college. I don't know who has ever been close to him that he's kept around. <laughs> it kind of seems whenever somebody gets too close, he recoils and he has to start over somewhere else. And that's just you his know nature. what? I'm gonna look into camera here to say this. Aaron, go to therapy. <laughs> go to different therapy. He's, he's, he's going to some therapy. <laughs> Uh, men, no, will, I think, men will try to win a Super Bowl just to avoid going to therapy. <laughs> I think Shailene, I think Shailene Woodley is just uh, rubbing some sort of mud onto him and saying incantations, and that's his therapy right now. Mm-hmm. Look, and those are all fine. I'm those down with incantations, mud, yeah. wherever you want it. I just <laughs> don't lie. Or you know what? Okay, my actual issue, and this is like this is the Kyrie. This is all of it. It's like fine. You can make your own choices in life. But those choices aren't free from consequences. There are rules that you knew about when you made the choice not to get vaccinated. Yeah. So don't lie about it and just accept the consequences that you knew about. It's all that hard. Ugh. Some rules don't apply to MVPs. That's what he thinks. Most valuable poop head. I'm above the law. Most valuable uh, anyway. poop head. Uh, yeah, a name for the episode. That'll do it. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Paige, uh, where where can we find you? Do you want us? I guess. Uh, yeah. You got anything to plug? Um, sure. I'm on the internet at Paige Keffer on all the socials, and um, listen to our show. We release three episodes a week. I'm usually on one of them. Um, it's called What Did I Miss with Michelle Beadle, produced by The Athletic and yours truly. Um, and yeah, I'm sure there's lots of other stuff on the internet that all of you have consumed that I made, but we're going to plug that one today. Thank you for that. Thank you for making choice things. Sports (laughs) mogul, media mogul, Paige Keffer. Thank you for being on the show. Thanks for having me. This was so fun. Okay. Back with, uh, overall pick totals, season totals, playoff totals. There's a lot to talk about because Danny's back in a big way. As in he went perfect perfection mm-hmm. that's pretty six, good man six and oh last week danny one of my dreams in life and i'm not kidding is to go undefeated on picks throughout an nfl playoffs it's even harder now because there's more games so i don't want to jinx it or anything but you're off to a perfect start uh 
Jamel went five and one. He picked the Cowboys, which is Man. fucking disgusting. I just didn't know I could be happy watching a game. <laughs> this is a new America. Uh, I went four and two. Lost ground on the overall season totals to Jamel. Yeah. You were so in that... striking distance too. You were talking Ooh. it up. If, That's why I'm pissed about this Niners game. Damn. If Kyler Murray didn't no show, I, I thought they had a chance. I was obviously way off. It's on that. the Cardinals, man. I know, yeah, come on, man. They always had their pants down. They, they were did. built to suck. Um, so once, they, to- once they announced that they were activating JJ Watt, I was like, "Oh no, it's a lock, baby." <laughs> Desperation mode. Uh, Jamel's at one seventy eight and one hundred one on the overalls, including playoffs. I'm at one seventy five and one hundred four, so still three back. It's you not could, over. You could blow this. It's not over. It's certainly not over. And Danny's at one sixty three and one sixteen. Having but gone perfect. Undefeated in the playoffs. So undefeated let's in just the playoffs. say, like, I think I should get something. I think Danny... break me off a, a, a fry from Islands or something. Oh, yeah. I'll give you a basket. <laughs> yeah. I'll send you a basket to the crib. If it's you can problem. manage to go undefeated through the playoffs, I do think there should be some sort of reward for that because it's. I mean, no this can, week. It's impossible. Bro, as Wait, easy sorry. as it was to pick the games last week, it is just as hard to pick these. I don't know what the fuck is going to happen. All of them are tough. There's not an easy game on the slate here. I guess Bengals-Titans, where we'll start, is the closest thing to easy, even though I'm I truly not don't know. pick the number one seed, but we'll get into it. Uh, okay, so let's start. Saturday, 1.30 p.m., Bengals at Titans. Um, I love this Bengals team. I saw Zach Taylor, the coach. Uh, he brought a game ball to this hardcore Bengals bar in Cincinnati after the win. And that's how you ingratiate yourself to a city. Like he is already a legend there. They hadn't won a playoff game in like 30 years. So Bengals nation is on fire. I know they're going to Tennessee, so it's not like there's any home advantage or anything, but uh, that team has a lot of momentum. They really think they can win. They're too stupid to lose against, you know, they're not scared. I don't think, I really don't think they're, they're scared of the Titans. Well, they should be because Derrick Henry's back. The King. Derrick Henry's back. The Titans are a resilient team. We thought that they were falling apart in the middle of the season. We did. Without Derrick Henry, it looked like they would, and then they didn't. And they kept winning these games that, like, sure, they were close, or sure, you know, Tannehill didn't do much, or sure, you know, A.J. Brown was hurt or whatever. But now it's all coming together in the playoffs it's the right time for those guys and the one thing that they have that the Bengals don't have is playoff experience they've been around they were in the afc championship game in 2019 they know how to win playoff games i don't know if the Bengals do anywhere but in cincinnati where they play the raiders who struggle they played them to the wire yeah and it just feels like you know uh, uh the the Bengals are that team that everybody gets a little too hyped on, like the Browns last season. Everybody decides the quarterback has ascended, and it turns out to be a fraud, and then we never hear from them again. The tough part is, for me, because I like this Bengals team a lot, but am I picturing AFC Championship game? Bengals are in that game. They're in the Final Four. That's where I struggle. Like, just seeing that. It's either going to be Chiefs or Bills playing the Bengals. Are they one of the four best teams left in the league? I, they might be. I don't know. 
Jamel, these are your team Titans. Can you um, give us a little bit of insight into Titans Nation? I know you're plugged in. You're tapped in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Coach Vrabel Skyped me the other day. He said, you know, got to go dark. But we might hear from, ne- from him next week. Uh, I'm picking the Titans, dude. I live by it. I die by it. Titans. I know. <clears throat> I mean, it does seem like, you know, the Bengals – are the that Cinderella story that everybody wants? I want them. I want them to be. In the I wouldn't Final mind. Four. I wouldn't mind. I like that he showed up in uh, rose tinted buffs. I like that he had them shades on. He's cool. He's cool. Like Baker Mayfield was cool last season. It's the same fucking situation with Odell and Jarvis Landry. Now we've got Jamar and T Higgins and kind of Tyler Boyd. Look, it's I'm, the same I'm setup. The Titans because. The refs, they needed the refs to win the game. They didn't mm-hmm. just beat the Raiders. The Raiders got jobbed. Well, I mean, I mean, yes, the the refs were bad. And get your fucking mouth off the fucking whistle tip, idiot. Put, <laughs> put the whistle in your mouth after the play. That's the only time the whistle should be near your fucking... Yeah. But I will say that did not affect that particular play. That was going to be a touchdown, regardless so. of whether yeah, or not sure. the Raiders player had stopped his momentum or whatever he wasn't even close to the fucking ball where it was so that's right that's i don't right. buy that but i do think that the Bengals playing that tight with the raiders is a bad sign when they're at home when they've got all the momentum when everybody loves joe burrow and he's mr <clears throat> cigar but they had you know the 30 years weight on them they just needed to get that off their back or just like okay we're allowed to win playoff games yeah like, but you you think when you take the weight off your back that it makes you free to win a bunch of games. But I also think that it can be sort of like, um, you know, like an orgasm. You finally blow the load and then you're just tired. You know, you just want to go to bed. Disoriented. You gave the Bengals, you gave the fans everything they wanted this season. I know because I've been there. We had a huge playoff winning drought for a long time until we beat the Texans with Alex Smith. And then immediately lost the next game. It's a great point. If you're a Bengals fan and you get eliminated this round, you're like, this is the best season you've had in your whole life, probably. So you're happy. Like, you're too happy. You're He's probably tight. a little too happy. And nobody committed a felony in the middle of the game? Nope. <laughs> Not that we're aware of. Not that we know of. That's, look, I'm rocking with my Titans, bro. Because I didn't trust them all year like I should have. Titans yeah. or I hurry Kari myself. That's where I am. I mean, the Titans, you know, I want to go Bengals skill players and like how exciting it is and how Joe Burrow might be becoming one of these elite quarterbacks um, with these really good receivers and mixing. But you look over at the Titans, I mean, they have A.J. Brown and Julio Jones. If Julio Jones remembers who he is, he's also one of the all-time best receivers. He scored his first touchdown last week. A week ago. Two weeks ago. We're coming around, baby. He's completely Jason Bourne from the first half of the movie right now. He could turn into Jason Bourne, the real, you know, the the super spy. But right now, he doesn't know who the fuck he is or what the fuck he's supposed to be doing. And he's got a big-ass turtleneck going. Titans. Danny, in order to go perf- perfect, who are you selecting in this game? I, I said it four times. I'll say it again. Titans, Jamel, stick with me, and you'll win the islands and we'll split the winnings let's go we'll split it kind of strong but let's go (laughs) i am picking the Bengals, um and it's not just because jamal picked the titans i had 
if you, Danny, I see you in the dock. If you look way down there, I do have my picks that I, I typed out earlier. Um, I, Which I did not look at because I'm you know, unprofessional. No, th- no, I'm glad that you didn't because uh, I don't want you to just pick what I pick uh, to just kind of stalemate your way to this win. But um, yeah, I don't know. Burrow to chase terrifies me. You know, if the Bengals can get one turnover or Derrick Henry's a little rusty or Tannehill sucks, like they that that offense is good. You got that, you don't just have Derrick Henry though. You got Deontay Foreman too. Is I'm not worried just, about. Don't worry about it. The Titans are an established team. They are. They are this where is... they are belong. Okay, let's move on. Uh, let's go to the other number one seed. Uh, the Green Bay Packers are hosting the Niners uh, Saturday night, 5-15. The last mm. time this game happened in Green Bay was the Kaepernick game mm. when he ran for 200-plus. We were looking at all of these Aaron Rodgers draft day videos of him getting passed by the Niners and he's like, I'll remember this. He was so butthurt and mad. And then just no showed uh, in that game. And the Packers have a thing with the Niners. They've been got their ass whooped a few times by this Niners team recently and including in the playoffs two years ago. Oh, the Mostert um, game. Yeah, the Mostert game. It, well, will um, they do a surprise active for Mostert? <laughs> Is that possible? Everybody's would, doing it now. That would scare the Packers, like this, probably. This guy's torso came off, but somehow he's back after three months on the IR. Um, do we want any any Cowboys slander here? I mean, the Niners built a good lead, and then just Jimmy they tried G, to give it away. Yeah, he, he did what he does. He gave them the freebie, um, and the Cowboys just couldn't <laughs> finish. I don't know. The Niners could have lost that game in all-time heartbreaking fashion. They really could have. But Mike McCarthy is a yeah. terrible coach. I'm sure he regrets making the team watch season three of The Office. Yeah. And <laughs> Instead Austin, of, like, Austin one Powers. day. Yeah, one day could have been filmed, and then the rest could have been back to The Office. We didn't need to make it all the way to the season finale. Yeah, the, the Dak Prescott draw to end the game – just one of the, the worst decisions I've ever seen. Like, think about upside versus downside with play calls. What's the upside there? You spike it with one second left? You're not scoring on that play. You know? What's the downside to throwing the ball? Like, the clock stops. Maybe your guy can wriggle out of bounds. Or, instead of fucking QB sneaking it, just throw a quick slant. Nobody's in the middle of the field. Instead of having Dak pretend to drop back and then go... One of your receivers can just run a slant there and get the same gain in less time. I Let don't me ask understand. You something. Here's something that just occurred to me. What is the rule on this? Dak's running mm-hmm. and then just chucks the ball out of bounds. He's past the line. I love mm. this. I love this, Jamal. If you throw this ball backwards even by a yard, I think you're right. It stops the clock. Yeah, just chuck that bitch out of bounds. And then they have to honor your spot. That's one of the most genius play calls I think that's ever been invented. Because if he did that, they got another shot. But they, they, he, he goes down with like nine seconds, so you can just go stand there, chuck it out. You got exactly what you wanted with the clock stop. Didn't they this do something is, like that earlier in the game too? They tried to get Tony Pollard on one of those like run and run forward and then uh, lateral all the way back across the field kind of plays. Yeah, but it was it was a forward pass that got caught. Yeah, no, well, caught. what happened was, yeah, it got ruled to be a forward pass. And so I think they got stung maybe by that. 
possibly. I mean, I agree with yeah. you, Jamel. That's a great idea. For yeah, a just play. in that moment, like, get it out of there. Get it out of the field se- of play. We've never yeah. seen anything like it. But I think everything I know about the rules of football, like, yes, that would stop the clock. Well, look, guys, I'm sure that there are no Cowboys fans listening to this show because they've already <laughs> taken enough slander over the years from the two of you. So we don't need to keep talking about the I fucking totally say, eliminated Cowboys. Yeah, I thought you were going to say <laughs> sleeping pills to try and end it all. But. Yeah, which, you know, we welcome. But, but yeah, okay. you know. Credit to the Niners. D'Amico Ryans uh, was awesome. They Their pass rush, even without Bosa, just destroyed that game, which is how they beat the Packers the last few times in the playoffs. If they can do that, that's what how you beat Aaron Rodgers. Just yep. make them beat seven guys uh, in coverage, four men. I, I owe Trent Williams an apology. The iciest offensive lineman of all time. One of the greatest pictures of all time, leaving the stadium. <laughs> he's being flipped off by multiple Cowboys fans, and he's just waving and smiling. God, it's, it's so good. He punched Richard Sherman in the mouth. I I mean the guy's a legend, and I forgot it for a split second. Did and you now they that? have a wide receiver playing running back, and it's beautiful. Did you see that mic'd up of Debo Samuel asking Shanahan for the ball before the play where he scored the kind of go ahead game winning touchdown? Not go ahead, but the clinching touchdown. He's on the sideline, just like give me the ball. I'm going to score. Give me the ball, and he scores mm-hmm. from like 30 yards out. It's amazing. That's like, dog. This is. It's really it's and you know I have been on the cheese train <laughs> for years now, but god damn. How are the night how is Jimmy G gonna blow this game? He tried to blow the last one. They just, you know, Cowboys wouldn't do it. Uh I think the Packers aren't gonna make any the mis- the amount of mistakes the Cowboys made. I mean the Cowboys had like fourteen penalties, that's not gonna happen. Um but you know what could happen. Don't don't let the Packers come out and drop a couple passes. Now Aaron's yelling at everybody, scowling. He's doing his fucking, I told yeah. you to go this way. <laughs> All the logic that I'm trying to apply to this game has been pulling me toward the Niners. Honestly, I mean, you're talking about the running game. Like, that's where the Packers are sensitive on defense. They can't really handle yep. that. And the running game is so different when it, with Debo being added to it or just throwing these short passes and then Ayuk's playing better and you know Jimmy G he'll have an interception but he's not fucking Jared Goff who'll have four interceptions he's not gonna he's not gonna tank the game for you especially if you're leaning on your running game more and I feel like you know Aaron Rodgers is a couple weeks to sit on his ass he might be rusty um you know they we haven't seen him in a while it just kind of feels like we've seen the Niners play well and we haven't seen the Packers play well for a little while. It's all making me think the Niners are going to win, except for this one piece that I've been saying from the beginning of this season, and I'm sticking to it. And catch me next week when I say the exact same thing. Aaron Rodgers doesn't lose in the divisional round. Aaron Rodgers loses in the NFC Championship game, and we're not yeah. there yet. So he has yeah. to win this game. It's just the a new lot. McNabb. He's the new yeah. McNabb if he does that. Yeah, and he deserves that place on the mantle. Uh, I'm I'm feeling what you're saying, and I'm not even using logic. I'm just using the last time I remember Packers Niners in the playoffs. I know it's the cap game, but well, that was in Green Bay two years ago in the NFC Championship. The Niners murdered the Packers to go to the Super Bowl. 
He's got to be due. <laughs> He's got to be due. The gambler's lament. That's how I feel, too. He's uh, got to be due. I find myself weirdly rooting for this Niners team. I mean, you know, Kungle uh, in our ear aside, I mean, just, you know, a way to win my heart is to beat the Cowboys in the playoffs. So obviously there's that. But <laughs> God, you're like a one issue voter with this shit. Cares, the Cowboys are gone. Get over yeah, it. Because of this Niners team. Sure. So they have won my heart a little bit. Um, I'm going How to be are we root- supposed to, what do you say? Go, my I'm going to be rooting for them. I really want the, the Niners to win this game. I think it'd be uh, fantastic, but I'm picking the Packers. I, I'm with Jamel saying I think they're due. They're the number one seed for a reason. I think Aaron Rodgers is the best player in football, Mahomes withstanding. But uh, at home, they have the extra week. Jimmy G stuff. Like, Jimmy G is going to fuck something up. And Well, I think, you know what it is? Playing the Cowboys in Dallas is a home game. Yeah, the Niners had a ton of fans there. I knew that was them. a home game. Yeah. You can't there, and you know that fan base is nervous as hell. They stopped cheering entirely, like in the middle of the second quarter. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not. That's never going to be home for Dallas. Do, I'm do going you, back too, man. Do you remember like late Ooh, in that game God, with like so a minute left where they were just doing that full montage of sad Cowboys fans? Yeah. God, that was beautiful. It's amazing. Um, so we're all picking the Packers in this game. None of us feel great about it, but we are. It's just, oh, God damn. It's going to be a good one. It's, it's going to be a great be game. Does this, this game have a fucking documentary? <laughs> they were feeding us fucking Niners, Cowboys all weekend. Yeah. Packers, Niners is just as good. Terrell Owens cries in one yeah. of these games. Oh, this is a play, full of playoff history, historical moments, all of those things. Um, that's, for me, the one I'm looking forward to the most. I mean, Bill's Chiefs is 1A, 1B. 1A, 1B. The real winner in that game, Tucker Carlson. Oh, yeah, <laughs> sure. I'm sure he'll have some NFL piece about how um, – is Jimmy G white? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so let's go to Sunday's games. Um, Sunday noon. Rams at Bucks. Rams. I don't even want to fucking think about it. What? Yeah. Why Ooh. is this game so annoying? I I can't even. I mean, besides Tom Brady <laughs> being involved, I get. I don't. I can't put my finger on it, but I just don't. I I feel the most animosity towards watching this game. I do too. Yeah. I do too. And if I learned anything about football from last week or the past two weeks uh playing the eagles is not a good warm-up for anything <laughs> and honestly um i know i watched that game obviously very closely the bucks were vulnerable they i know they pulled away but like there was muffed punts there were questionable calls um we just had nothing on offense we abandoned our game plan like we're the best running team in the league and hurts pass like 46 times we never even tried to establish the run. Um, that Bucks team, like it, it was there for the taking. Like they didn't destroy us the way that you would think at thirty-one-zero. Like they were clearly better than us, and they deserved to win the game. But I came out of that just being like, whoever plays them next, I would love to bet against the Bucks because they they got some really banged up offensive linemen. Um, 
And, you know, the Rams pass rush is elite. You have Ramsey's going to lock up Evans. Well, you know, who knows who's locking up who? I feel like Vaughn Miller is an X factor in this game. He looks like he's settled in nicely over there. Yeah. And we all know how Tom Brady deals with a pass rush. Come on. I mean, Aaron Donald, If that's the thing. That's what they did. That's why they went all in, really, getting a, a Vaughn Miller. And also OBJ has been playing really well, too. But yes. on defense specifically, you got Aaron Donald. He's going to just destroy your center and guards and get Possibly up into somebody's center. Possibly what the problem up. was was that, like, Tom Brady, he's so good at, at, you know, he's just been around the block, seen it all. He's like one of those guys who, like, you know, in those movies where they've lived for 10,000 years and they've just kind of, they just know how to do everything because they've seen everything. That's the only reason why he's good. Yeah. Because he's old. But he got, when he takes pressure from the interior, it's hard for him. So they figure out ways to help him out. Difference here, Von Miller also coming around the edge now. And what's Tom Brady going to do? He's not fast. He's not Lamar Jackson. He's the slowest probably quarterback in the NFL right now, besides Ben, now that Ben's retired. Yeah. So what's he going to do? We're going to get to watch him get sacked a bunch. Maybe that'll make this watchable. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's like you're saying, like betting against Tom Brady in the playoffs is just a bad bet. Even despite everything being in the Rams' favor matchup-wise. And I really think this Bucks team isn't very good as far as like the rest of the teams in the playoffs left. Um, and you got I, two pretty, linemen hobbled. Two at least. Dude, they were making Ryan Kerrigan look good. And he yeah. hadn't done shit all season. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? Uh, Von Miller's a lot better than washed-up Ryan Kerrigan. And, um, yeah, I'm picking the Rams in this game. Don't feel great about it because it's Tom Brady. I mean, it's fucking Tom Brady. Yeah, Tommy's at home. Sure, 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 sure. And they were scoring. The offense didn't look like they had too many issues. If they can get some stuff going, but I'm going with the Rams, man. Fuck it. I just don't care. The football gods did not like Bruce Arians punching one of his players in the back of the head. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> well, Whoa. neither did the NFL. He got a $50,000 fine. He did. He was fine. <laughs> uh, the only thing that worries me is Stafford against yeah. a good Bucks defense. I would definitely, if I was back in Vegas right now, I'd be pounding that under. Really pounding it. Cam Akers looked amazing. He does look good. I think they have a good team offensively if Stafford doesn't fuck it up. And uh, I guess I'll join you guys with the Rams in that case. Whoa, consensus Rams all around. That's that's crazy. And it's going to be tough to, to prescribe a Rams beating Aaron Rodgers scenario in Lambeau yeah. next week, but I'm going to have to do it. Because we saw that game last year, the exact game, other than it was golf. Um, it's easier so- to do it with Tom. You know, if, if the Bucks win, I can easily say how Aaron Rodgers is going to lose in the championship. But with the Rams, it's a little different. But I will do um, it. So, okay, Rams across the board. And then, uh, you know, game of the day, obviously, Sunday night, or Sunday 3.30. Uh, Bills at Chiefs. Here's my question for you, Danny. Do you want to start the game with the ball, or do you want the ball in the second half? Second I, half. Weirdly, I think this matters a lot. Whoever always gets the ball second first, half. Yeah. That is Andy's MO, too. He always asks to defer if he wins the toss. It's worked out for the most part, obviously. And it's just one of those things that makes you feel comforted to know that even if you're down, even if you're, you know... Even if you're playing like shit, 
and they're dominating you, that you're going to get the ball back. You can start the rally then if you have to. If they're going to double up on you and go touchdown before the half and then touchdown after the half, then you're in some serious dookie. Right. Other than that, I think you have a chance if you get the ball to start the second half. Well, it's just like the Chiefs love to make mistakes to start a game. They do. Are the Bills good enough to really make them pay? I, if I'm the Bills, I'm doing what the Browns did to start the season. I know we brought it up a few times. Going, I want the ball. I'm going down and scoring, and I'm going for two. And I'm just starting the game 8-0. Which people like to like, do that, yeah. They like, like to do it against the Chiefs the because, you, yeah, you have to gain some sort of upper hand against that team in that stadium. But you know, when you're, good shot at it, yeah. when you're planning stuff like that, you're already saying to your team, I don't think you can really do it. Man <laughs> that's to man kinda, against the Chiefs. kind of fair. We need a little edge. We need that fourth down and five going for it kind of magic. We need something. And that already you've lost the mental edge at that point. I think what the Bills are trying to convince their fans of is that they have the mental edge now, that they have the better quarterback and the better team and the better defense and all that, and that we should be scared. And uh, so I w- if I were them, I'd try to play a normal game and treat it like it's any other opponent. But they can't do that because we've waxed them so many times in big spots. I have a question for you. Why do you think – why do you guys think the Chiefs lose games? Turnovers. This yeah. season, it's, it's been exclusively turnovers. exclusively turnovers. But um, you also said – you said earlier, right, It's it's that – we don't get up for a game right away, yeah, right? Nah. And that's yeah. where the starts, turnovers happen. You start slow. It's because yeah. and because we, you know, we're tired, we're bored, we've, you know, we're too good, whatever. That's kind of the the idea is that like we we get a little too uninterested in in playing tough. But the Bills are good enough this year. I think that we're going to be more dialed in, and maybe somebody Why we is- play in the next round won't be as dialed in, honestly. But the Bills will be. We will be for. Why is Patrick Mahomes so adverse to just an eight-yard game? He's doing it now. That's what people <laughs> won't give him credit for. Just because he's just because he's throwing thirty-yard bombs again in the Steelers game. Before that, we were we were doing the checkdowns. We got Jarek McKinnon now to check it down to. That guy's an extra five yards. He's so fucking fast. We needed that element the whole season. Are you worried that Clyde and Williams might not play this game? I hope Williams does, because I like him as a pass catcher. I like him at the goal line. I hope they sit Clyde for the rest of the season. <laughs> he just it? can't hit the holes, man. He just doesn't know how to – he's not – he doesn't have the vision. <clears throat> he's um, tough. He's low to the ground. That shit's cool. But So the Bills last week went – every possession they scored a touchdown. Every single possession except for their last one where they took a knee. Uh, they didn't – punt they didn't kick field goals they they just against one of the best playoff schemers like in history with the patriots um does that worry you at all i know like they're not going to play mistake free like they did against the pats but like they're fucking humming right now yeah and we've all seen what happens when the bills look like they're the best team in the fucking league and then nobody can stop them they lose to the damn jags (laughs) they're up and down i actually like it because the roller coaster has no place to go but down. They can't That's, do better than how they did against a team that they were intimidated by and that they had lost to earlier in the season. 
We're not scared of the Bills in the playoffs. And even when you want to talk about how we lost to them earlier in the season, no Chris Jones, no Charvarius Ward, Daniel Sorensen starting at safety. I mean, our defense was the worst defense in the league at that time of the year. And our offense wasn't doing what they're doing now. They were still scared of the cover twos and whatever. And Patrick Mahomes wasn't checking it down as much. He wasn't, Byron Pringle wasn't lighting it up. We were trying to be the old Chiefs. Now we're the new Chiefs. We're the 2021 Chiefs. I don't who think do they're like, playing the same team as they played earlier. In the season. Who do you like to have a huge game? Or do you think they just spread it around? Is it like Cheetah? Is it Kelsey? <laughs> what happens? I think the guy they can't stop is Tyree Kill. Yeah. I don't, I, and I don't think they have a, a necessarily a plan for him. I think if they try to get two guys on him or do something special for Tyreek, they're going to open up a lot of shit for some guys who've kind of been decent lately, like McColl and uh, and Byron Pringle and dudes like that, like third tier dudes. So, you know, try to stop try, try to stop Tyreek Hill, pick your poison, but in the previous games we played against them, Tyreek goes for over 100 yards like it's nothing. This feels like a Kelsey game. Or it could be a Kelsey game. They can't I stop mean, because you're right. I mean, what are they going to do? You take it, it's like, because it's the levels of it, you try to double Tyreek going deep, in the middle of the field is Kelsey's. You play tough in the middle. Guess who's open 30 yards down the field? I think you play. I think the Bills should play to stop Kelsey because you have to dare Mahomes to throw them deep balls again. Mm-hmm. It's the only way you're going to win is, co- is coaxing him into doing some dumb shit. Let me tell you guys something. You need to hear this name again. Jarek. McKinnon. He did it in the Steelers game. I get that that doesn't mean anything to anybody because you haven't seen him all season. I feel like Andy Reid sat him for the last half of the season. He had like a minor injury, sat him way too long because he wanted to unleash him for the playoffs. The problem with McKinnon is he's made of glass and he'll be hurt in the first quarter. Um, All right, let's make our picks. I want oh, you guys first. I'm supposed to do I it's You guys got to go first. It's my team. Jamel goes, you go first. Jamel goes first. Why do I got to go first? Jamel goes first. Do you believe in the Buffalo Bills? Football team fans first. Because they're winning this uh, game, they win the Super Bowl. That's you're, you're picking them to win the Super Bowl. Oh, God. Then <laughs> they don't tie. These don't end in ties. No ties. Mm. Oh, fuck. Give me the Chiefs. Yeah. Did you see uh, Andy Reid's the, the goddamn Chiefs chocolate cake I, analogy, Danny? Yes, and I agree with it. I mean, I'm not as big of a fan of chocolate cake. Give me a donut or something, but it's the same basic premise. Yeah. You want you don't just eat a bite of chocolate cake and then retire. <laughs> you want another one, uh, Danny? I assume because you want to go per- perfect here. You're not doing the the anti-Chiefs pick, are you? No, we're done with that after it proved to be faulty after the Bengals loss. Yeah. So you're going Chiefs. I'm not telling you what I'm going until you give me your pick. I'm picking the Chiefs. You're picking the Chiefs, Chiefs. then we're three Chiefs, boys. And, and, you know, you you can tell me about Josh Allen, and I get it. He looks great. The whole team looks fucking great. But it's just, I don't know. I don't know, son. They don't have There's the a way to win. They don't have the, the sauce in the playoffs. We had the same great. discussion last season at the AFC Championship game. 
and we smoked him off the field. And it's the same field. And y'all offensive line is better? They're better, yeah, especially in the run game. You know what we did last season? Well, we can get out of this. It's taken too long. But what we did last season in the regular season, we beat the Bills earlier in that season by running like 40 times and we ran for like 220 yards and they weren't expecting it from us. We could pull that fucking game plan out too this time. They're expecting Patrick Mahomes to try to throw on him deep and do all the same stuff. Maybe we run it. Jarek McKinnon. Four great games this weekend. We all picked the same except for Titans-Bengals where I picked the Bengals. Um, yeah, those are going to be fun. Let's get into this week's mailbag. You've got mail. Danny, would you like to grab a piece of listener slash fan mail and read it? Yes, but team? only if you allow me to do it from the bottom of the bag. That's cool. Granted. That's cool. All right, here we go. Hey guys, love the show. It's me, Michael Buffer. I was so <laughs> pumped to be asked by the Rams to come in and open a real NFL playoff game. I've always felt pigeonholed by only doing boxing and MMA. So this felt like a great opportunity to branch out. In fact, I think I can keep this going. How about every time Dak Prescott starts a game, you hire me and I could open with, let's get ready to fumble. Or when there's a third rate early game on CBS, I could do, let's get ready to gumble. (laughs) Or any game at FedEx Field, let's get ready to crumble. And if the NFL won't go for it, maybe you guys could use my services. Like when Jamel starts trying to date again. Let's get ready to bumble! More of a hinge guy myself. (laughs) Or whenever Dan does his intro to the show. Let's get ready to stumble! He does that often, guys. It's a lot of takes usually to start the show. That's true. Think it over and let me know. My rate is $2 million a word. Signed, (laughs) Michael Buffer. That's a hell of a deal. <laughs> Worth every penny. Yeah, I'm for it. I'll get on Bumble if he says it. Hey, let's oh, get rid of Bumble, Jamel. Maybe that's the Bumble. maybe you've been on hinge and that's why you don't have a wife. That's true. Bumble is where the wives are. Is this that's just a commentary on how bad boxing is now, right? That buffer just has to take all these side gigs. <laughs> it is, it is. People yeah. seem to love the MMA, but uh not for me. Boxing rules is you're way more likely to die boxing than MMA, guys. It's it's good. Yeah, because in MMA, in MMA, like the ref will stop it in the first round with twenty seconds into the fight, and they're like, "Oh, you got kicked kind of hard. It's over." In also, boxing, you you usually die from taking blunt hits rather than like hits with a knuckle. Like the larger the surface area. Speak for yourself, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of dying from blunt instruments, I got a letter here from OJ Simpson. Oh, yeah. Um, It reads... Friend of the show. Hey, sorry. Hey, sorry, we love football. (laughs) Yeah, friend of the show, OJ Simpson. Hey, sorry, we love football. It's yours truly, the juice. As you know, I'm a huge fan of this show, and I'll be heading off to Kansas City this weekend to root for my bills. Danny, I know you hail from the area, do you have any suggestions for somewhere I can go eat or any insights to find some good nightlife? Maybe you can fly out and we can paint the town red together. Think about it. I think we'd make a great team. I'm just saying. Signed, O.J. Simpson. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, O.J., I know you have an affinity for uh, blonde white women. 
and my mom <laughs> happens to be blonde and white and very lonely. And I just like to see her with someone. I don't care who it is. I just somebody in the house to take care of her. I she as long as you're not murdering anymore. That's let's just establish that. I just need someone to take my mom off my hands. <laughs> Oh OJ Simpson, please fuck my mom. <laughs> the OJ Simpson just, fuck my mom challenge. I don't want her to fuck. There's no fucking. She just needs someone to open some jars. Oh, no, no. Nah, <laughs> open yeah, jars, pick up things oh, from them, my shelves. Yeah. I oh, worry jars, about her. She's living alone. <laughs> them jars getting open, brother. Well, it seems like he wants to hang out with you, Danny. So, uh, I don't and know. And I'm giving him an alternate suggestion. I can't be seen with That's... him. I'm the host of a popular podcast. <laughs> Um, yeah, they should give him the Jordan Love's mom seat. OJ just at the top of the stadium, or not seat him at all. You know, yeah, maybe, maybe he does not anymore. give him a ticket. Uh, Jamel, you got a letter? Uh, yeah, I got a letter. Uh, hey guys, love the show. This is Philippe Morris the second. Philip is my father. I have taken hmm. up the business, and I think it's high time the NFL let me and my family buy an NFL team. America has proven they don't care if they live or die. And what reaffirms that more than cigarettes? I think we can start in New York. Come on, man. Who's even watching the Jets? We renamed the team the New York Lucys. That's money in the bank. And we know how y'all feel about minority support. You let us buy the team. More black fans will watch than ever. And they will continue to get cancer. That's a promise. We're so confident in the success of this pilot program. We're willing to buy every stadium in the league. We'll pay all the light bills. All you got to do is let us get in the game. Think about it. Philippe Morris II. Oh, those guys are always finding new creative ways to keep cigarettes alive. I'm saying it's about time. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, do you guys have any final thoughts? I don't even know how to touch that. Philippe, go fuck yourself. <laughs> final thoughts, man. I mean, it's the divisional round, you know? This this is when the this is this is when the chaff and the wheat get separated and we can finally find out who's what and where. I love the matchups. That's what this that's what my final thought is. All yeah. interesting in their own beautiful way. For sure. I mean, I kind of feel the same way. I'm I'm excited to be wrong about every game, except for the Titans. Let's go. I just like that there's yeah, no Monday. You know, we don't have to deal yeah. with Monday. Kind of spoiled us with that one, even though the game was terrible. At least got to look forward to it. My, my final thought is, uh, I think the Eagles are in great shape going forward. Mm. They really do. I think they can go either way. We can hold on to Hurts and get great defensive picks in the draft, or... Go get a real QB. Trade for one of these stars that are out there. Look at the Bengals. Worst team in the league. They get Joe Burrow. Now they're fantastic. They're in the divisional round. I'm picking them to win. They rebuilt their defense in one offseason. And that was with no first-round picks. They got free agents and some late guys. All you need is elite quarterback play, and your entire team's different. But if it is Hurts, I'm down to, to roll that way, too, and do like the Titans dance where... Tannehill's not good, but they just have good running team and good defense. So uh, go birds forever. 
Wow. Sorry. Sorry. I just did that. Sorry. We had to listen to the Eagles for the last time. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> last time in 2021. Uh, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs>